We're Talking Drums, creating conversations with the world's top drummers in the most extreme genres. This episode is brought to you by Los Cabos Drumsticks, Canada's number one choice for drumsticks. They provide the wood you need to make the beats you deserve. Los Cabos Drumsticks. Now with your host, Corey Hoffing. Welcome to another episode of We're Talking Drums. I know it is it has been a while, but here we are. I am back from tour and I am sitting down with my co-host and longtime friend, Derek Doucette. Hey! We are back together again, and this episode we're gonna we're gonna talk about my adventures. Across man, Europe over the last two man. two months, yeah, man. Well, it's good yeah. to see you. It's good to be oh, back here. It is. It's um, great. It's, I haven't been on one of these for a while now. Uh, yeah, like I think it was uh, episode fifty in December of last year yeah. was uh, was the last time. Yeah. Damn, that's a long time. It is. It is. Well, I wish I had some exciting things to talk about, but I think you've got a lot more. So. <laughs> Um, we got a couple. We yeah, got a couple got a things, things to discuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So, like you said, you were on tour for like what three months this summer? Two, two, two months? months with two different bands. With two different bands, yeah. Playing a lot of different countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, all, all over Europe. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. That's pretty cool, man. Well, let's like let's first let's just like let's summarize everything. So, the first you went, you played with Striker. Yeah. For so all right, all right. Let's let's go back to the very beginning. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's not skip any any back. minor details. Little baby Corey. Here. All right. All right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> maybe not back that far. <laughs> let's go back. Father's Day weekend. I get a message from my good buddy and uh, a we're talking drums alumni, Scotty Buchanan, and he's like, "Hey, Strikers, potentially looking for a drummer for their European tour. Would you be interested?" And I had already known that they were playing Valken, had some other cool festivals, and a pretty. I know they're pretty sweet dudes because we played together in March. Um, so I was like, absolutely. Talked to Tim. Two days later, he's like, "Do you want? Do you want to do it? Like, let Let's go. You know, uh, we leave in two weeks. Here's <laughs> fifteen songs to learn." So they sent me the whole set to a click, everything like that. Um, and yeah, I had uh, two weeks to learn 15 songs. In that two weeks as well, I had two shows with Unbowed that I had a full headlining set that I had to learn and play for them. And then I had four days after the Unbowed shows till I flew out to Edmonton for rehearsals. So I basically had those four days to buckle down and like really, really nail down that set. So July 6th, I fly out to Edmonton, you know, vibes are immaculate. Everybody's, um, you know, like super welcoming. And uh, my good buddy, Simon, their guitar player, uh, let me stay at his place. And we had, I think, three rehearsals and uh, everything was feeling pretty good, man. I'm going to be honest. I, I like flying out to Europe. I was feeling pretty confident. Man, yeah, that's great. Two weeks. I didn't realize two you had weeks. That. So yeah, man. it was very, very short notice, and then I was gone. Uh, and Lotharo had to. They pulled it together. And I know I reached out to you. I reached out to uh, Dylan as well. Like if their guy kind of fell through, but uh, Kale 
uh, filled in for me with yeah. Lotharo for the three shows that we had uh, here. I was at one of those shows, and uh, I would say that he crushed it. Yeah, he's an he's an amazing drummer. Like mm-hmm. he is the the type of guy that he plays everything like the record. Yeah, it was like flawless. Like it was. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. It sounded yeah. so good. Yeah, I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made me like whenever we left that show, I walked away being like kind of insecure about my kicks, <laughs> being like, man, like <laughs> that was, that was tight. How? <laughs> yeah, man, you know, we're playing here next in the next couple of weeks. Like, I gotta get it together. Yeah. Well, I will say that your kicks were very tight when I saw you guys last weekend. Well, thanks. Until my trigger broke. Until your trigger <laughs> broke. But you know what? All, all in all, it was great. Uh, you guys fucking crushed it. Well, thanks, buddy. So I'm going to veer us slightly off the rails for a second. Okay, let's do it. I'm interested in those two weeks to learn all that stuff. Okay. What did you do to learn that? Like, was it uh, just kind of, you know, woodshedding it and like head down and just playing through and like crazy a lot of it was listening to the set i set up a spotify playlist with all the songs um oh there's another funny story too <laughs> so silly dude <laughs> we're not even like into the tour yet already <laughs> i'm remembering stuff um so basically like anytime i go for a run i'm listening to the set because uh, i realistically didn't know strikers material that well mm-hmm um uh anytime I'm driving, anytime I'm at work, anytime that I am listening to music, I was listening to that playlist, that set list that they gave me. So it was just getting the songs super like stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I any chance I got, I would rehearse. Uh I think the 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 week leading up to it, like those four days in between, I had already left my job. Uh, so I had the the whole top of July, those four days. All I did was practice the set as much as humanly possible. So that was pretty much it. And it's all to a click. Uh, they sent me like jam tracks. So it's basically exactly how it was going to be live. Nice. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. perfect. But yeah. the funny part is it's all in Reaper. Sorry, these non-alcoholic beers are making me gassy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> burpee is hell doing these. Uh, I know, right? Um, it was in Reaper, and I accidentally changed the rate in Reaper from one, which it should be at one. That's like the speed of the playback. I accidentally changed it to zero. So I was learning all the songs slightly slower Oh, than no. how they were so i got to <laughs> rehearsals and i was like oh wow these are fast and i was like i looked at their session i was like oh oh no <laughs> so, <laughs> like, what, <laughs> so what would like great. the difference be say like you're playing to say a song is like 150 or something like that what would you um think? i don't i don't know the exact like difference in tempos but it'd probably be like five bpm or something like that so it's okay. not like crazy but it was noticeable like when i was rehearsing i was like wow these these songs like just i wish they're a little faster <laughs> they, they actually were so oh that's funny yeah hilarious but let's uh all right let's yep. I, i'm gonna just, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna boogie boogie along a few things before we left um so they had um their their drummer Jono uh told them that he couldn't do the tour they figured out a drummer situation i came in it was great vibes were immaculate then as uh we got closer to it their van that they had rented 
had gotten into an accident the week before and the van company called them and said, we can't rent you a van. We have no others available. It was supposed to be van and backline together. No dice. Uh, so we're like, shit, what are we going to do? Uh, they, f- they pulled it together, found, uh, another van rental place. Uh, and even when we were flying out, the deposit wasn't paid because Rogers had that huge outage like the day before we were oh, yeah. flying out. So we couldn't even, uh, transfer money cause all the banks were down, like everything. It was madness. So we couldn't even do anything. We weren't sure if we were going to have a van going out there. And then on top of all that, to get into Spain, you had to have a vaccination within 270 days. And Dan, the legend (laughs) that he is, Dan Cleary, he was uh, he had both his vaccinations, but they were over a year. So it was like, oh, so he went and got his booster shot the day we flew out. Oh, man. Like within 12 hours of us flying out to Spain <laughs> so that we could do it. It was just one thing after another. We're like, holy shit. Then we get to Barcelona. Flight, uh, I won't even get into our 12-hour layover in Pearson Airport. That in was Pearson? a nightmare. Oh, Eight God. hours turned into 12 real quick. I'll tell you that much. You just went home and had like a nap. <sighs> I could have done a million things, but we <laughs> didn't. We I sat and drank coffee for <laughs> like oh, six, seven hours. Um, so we get to Barcelona and I, and I just fell in love with the country immediately. Yeah. Oh my God. I had never been to Spain. I walked off that plane and we walked out into the, the heat and I saw the palm trees and I was like, this is amazing. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. Like, this is crazy. And it was amazing. They're like, Spain was, like, one of my favorite countries now by far in Europe. Cool. Yeah. And you played there. Did you play there with Lotharo as well? Yes. So you played there twice. Honestly. I played 12 shows in Spain over the two months I was there, yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was, it was stellar, man. It was stellar. This uh, made some great friends in Spain while we were there. And... Uh, it's just squeaky. <laughs> squeaks. Uh, I'll edit that in post. No, I won't. <laughs> or just add more squeaks. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll add way more. So, um, so you figured the van thing out. You got the deposit. What What had to happen was Dan and Simon from Striker had to, as soon as we landed in Barcelona, they flew out to Munich, Germany, to pick up the van. And that's like, it, I think it was an 18-hour drive back from Munich to Barcelona. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. It was rough. So, um, yeah, that's how we started the tour. But we had a couple days off, uh, get our merch sorted, get, like, everything, our van, everything like that. Um, but then we were good to go. Cool. And so, then we, so how does how does gear work for that? Uh, we rented all the backline. So they, how did that work? They must have picked up everything in. That's what they did. So they picked up the van in Munich, at the airport, and then they had to drive to pick up the gear. I think somebody was dropping the gear in Munich for them as well. So they had all the gear and everything, um, when they showed up. So we we had I had a full Mapex backline kit, 
Um, and then we didn't really need anything for guitars or anything. It was mainly just drums mm -hmm. that we needed to get backlined. Um, so that was sweet though. Instead nice. of using house kits the whole time, because we'll get into that <laughs> when I <laughs> went back some, to Spain. I've heard some stories. <sighs> yeah, man. So that that and this is just the beginning. Yeah, I so, feel like this is gonna be an eighteen-hour podcast at this point. Okay. We're gonna have to. We might need to do a part two. We might need to to motor through some of this. But <sighs> so here we are. It's difficult, man. There's, got the you got the happened. van. You got the gear. Mm -hmm. You're in Barcelona. Everybody's together again. It's going great. into the first show. Yeah. Where was the first show? You got it? I can tell where you because I've got I some notes. Let me have a look. We didn't, we didn't have any tour passes. I don't remember where it was. Um, oh, it's super small. Um, uh, I'm not going to try to Ciudad Rio. Um, and that was a super small show. A very intimate venue. And I believe it was either Tim or Pete kicked the power uh, for our whole unit mid song uh, and everything is run through our, our Behringer XR18 unit so as soon as that happened our whole show went dead oh no um, yeah mid song he just like kicked the power bar or something like that and <laughs> unplugged it and then like I, I we had to stop and then we're like okay uh, plug it back in next song like <laughs> that, yeah, that's it. And it's funny because the first show, but then that happened at the last show before Valken as well in oh. Belgium. The power for the entire stage, the whole back of the stage was run off uh, a power from the very front center of the stage in Belgium. And it was like sticking up like six inches. Like it was this big, like extension cord that was plugged into the front of the stage <laughs> all right i was like oh my Makes god sense. poor design <laughs> very very poor design yeah okay so we got <laughs> first show jitters out of the way yeah first show semi disaster out of the way it was good it was fun and yeah. the crowd was crowd was, had a good time you start so. getting like your your sea legs again i suppose after a couple of shows yeah like i never um and didn't really have a problem with that um i it's the first day I woke up in Barcelona, I went for a run and then oh, I nice. went for a run the second day. Uh, so I like, I dodged all the jet lag. I, um, I felt great, man. I felt great. That whole like top of the tour. It was great. Cool. Um, all right. So we have some, uh, some pretty cool, uh, places that you played. I mean, obviously I'm interested in Vakken. Yeah. Uh, but what we'll were some of the, that. some of the, kind of highlight shows for you like the ones that you were the most excited about going into um two highlights in spain were madrid and sevilla uh sevilla it was i think like 42 or 43 degrees that day Ugh. it was so hot like we could and we couldn't get into the venue right away and we, had, we were just trying to find shade um we couldn't sit in the van or anything. It was just so hot outside. Uh, and the crowd that night was absolutely insane. Like Pete was like uh, crowd surfing, our, our bassist and striker. He was like crowd surfing near the end of the set, like playing. And like nice. the crowd was like intense. And same with Madrid. Madrid was uh, crazy. Uh, all right. So as far as club shows, that uh, Warsaw in Poland was great. And I think that was so good 
for me, like the energy was like electric in this club, but uh, we had just played Baden and Blutfest in in Germany, and then we played Metal Days uh, like two days later, I think. So we were doing like festivals, and then to get back into this small little like underground club, like two hundred cap room, uh, if it felt so good for me like it was like oh i can't wait to play like a greasy club (laughs) show i love it so much because these festivals are great they're wonderful like it's so sick to play them Mm -hmm. but there's just like the crowd is like fucking 30 feet away from me it's so hard to like connect with the audience when you're playing like big festivals like that i found that anytime i've ever played on like a drum riser on like a big stage it's like you always it's it's funny because that's almost like a lot of people's goals and musician is to play that big stage yeah and anytime i've ever done it especially especially on a drum riser it's like i can't see the crowd because i'm looking down through my drums Mm -hmm. um everybody seems far away i feel far away from my bandmates like it's hard to kind of rock out with with everybody it's like almost lonely i don't know if you ever found that it 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 can be a lot yeah um like fortunately uh the guys in striker at least uh like pete would always come back and rock out with me um dan liked to play this trick uh one of the last songs where he would come and grab my china symbol and try to like raise it up as high as he could and i'd have to stand up and hit it (laughs) like just start throwing sticks at it like we we would have a blast on stage but also like it kind of kept me focused and i try to connect more with the crowd like Mm -hmm. try to get eye contact and everything and and i want to connect with the audience and let them do that as well right like we're performing for those people not for ourselves necessarily totally yeah but we we always had fun it also helps you to get some of that energy as well oh yeah oh yeah absolutely i remember a a show i played once where I, i couldn't i mean i got a lot of symbols so i can't see much and the only it was on our tour and the only people I could see uh, was actually people in another band and they were like a, like a young band and it was just like a group of four of them at the front of the, off to the side of the stage at the front, like giggling, looking at their phones and showing each other pictures and stuff like not paying attention at all. And yeah. that's what I got to watch when we were playing and I just felt all my energy disappear. Oh my God. That's the worst, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a little rough. Yeah. But, um, the worst sometimes is when you're having issues on stage and I think I dealt with this Every fe- Baden and Blit was good. Baden and Blit, I don't think I had any issues really on stage. Um, but at Metal Days and also at Valken, I had issues. And when I looked around, there was nobody in sight. When I looked around, <laughs> there was like, where are the techs? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, come over here. It took like two songs for me to get somebody's attention to fix my drums. Because with Striker, at least, once we start, we had chunks that we did. So we do like three or four songs and then we take a small pause and then three or four songs and everything, every song would go right into the next. Yeah. So I don't have time to fix anything if we're in the middle of one of those chunks. Um, so I would have to wait like three songs. So something broke on the first song of a chunk and then it's like, yeah, I gotta wait like three (laughs) songs. Like my triggers went out in Sevilla and it was literally the, the power uh, supply because I had I had the Euro plug and then an adapter and then the power supply for the the trigger module didn't fit snugly in there and the power bar got kicked 
again. Pete, <laughs> oh, thank you. Rhythm section <laughs> partners, fucking me over. It's okay. I love you. But, uh, and the power just went out and nobody could figure out how to do it while I'm playing. And then we had ended the chunk. I go down, I'd slap it in. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I, I knew exactly what it was. No one could figure it out. It was so annoying, man. I yeah. had that at Vakken too, actually. Um, one of my, my China fell off the state, well, off the drum riser and like the first song. No. And literally was down on the floor the entire set. Like nobody came and picked, put it up. Nobody. There was no one there. Nobody. <laughs> and cared. I was like, I need yeah. this. Like we got parts in our songs where like they're specifically, I need to use both of those. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just using something else. Well, you figure out when you don't have all your symbols, you figure out real quick something <laughs> else yeah. to hit. Right. It's not like you're just going to like, well, it's not, it's <laughs> I guess, not there. I guess uh, we'll just I pretend. I guess, yeah, I'll just pretend like it's there. I'll make the sound. With my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so those shows that were really great, were those ones mm-hmm. that you were anticipating to be? Like, were you excited about them going in, or did they just turn out to be awesome? The um, They just turned out to be awesome. Yeah. I had no idea what to expect. I A, I had never played in Spain before. I had no idea. Um, Poland, I had played before, but... The guys were kind of like, ah, I don't know, Poland's never been really that great. Nah, nah, nah. And then we get there, and the first show there was just like insane. Like it was excellent. Oh, nice. Um, but funny enough, we weren't even supposed to play Metal Days Festival going into it. And it was, I think, like three days before we get a call from their agent, and it's like, hey, Metal Days has an opening. Do you want on? but you'd have to cancel your show in Vienna, uh, in Austria. And we were just like, let's do it. Screw it. Like metal days is one of those festivals. I've always kind of like the, at least the last like three or four years, always kind of dreamt of playing. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. You're in Slovenia, you're in the middle of the mountains. They have this beautiful river that runs like right beside the festival. Everyone goes down and, and swims and, Dude, it was just amazing. Nobody's <laughs> hopefully nobody's pooping in the <laughs> the sure river. It was, it's sure beautiful, lots of poop in just there. like clear blue, and so ended up going down there at night and swimming um, in the river with like like clear skies. It was absolutely beautiful. Oh, that's amazing. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. A whole bunch of us went down, just took our pants off, and away we go. Nice. That's how you do it in Europe, boy. <laughs> you take yeah. your pants off and go. Take your pants off and go. Yeah, it was great. And then I saw Meshuggah for the first time, and I was like, oh, nice. Blown away, man. Yeah, it came like this close to meeting Thomas Hawk. Oh, man. I would have just, like, I was like, crying. I was, like, 15 feet away from him, but I had, like, merch boxes, and I, and we just, like, waved. I was like, hey, great set. And then, Thomas, I love you. Yeah. Sign my <laughs> penis. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was pretty, I saw, I actually met. Our guitar player Rob at a Meshuggah show. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, like Devin and him had gone to school, and but like the first time I met him was mm-hmm. there, um, and Meshuggah was great. But I didn't actually like I didn't see them because their light show was so intense. I saw their silhouettes on stage, and yeah. pretty much I saw flashing lights, <laughs> which I did not see for like five days afterwards. Their light show was intense. I was like at the rail there on the main stage, but I was like far like stage left, so like. I wasn't directly in the path of the light, so I could kind of see them, but they had huge, 
uh like screens and everything to to put them up on too yeah. but it was just so heavy dude it's so heavy that's oh my cool. god all right let's uh are you done that one I let's am. get into another beverage you brought these i brought these and this is um, neat because these okay. are um well, the libra non-alcoholic uh pale ale from upstreet brewery you can't you're not you gonna can't see it's a green and white can yeah. here the cool thing is that this is actually uh from my home province uh home town charlottetown pei um which i wasn't expecting to find in the lcbo yesterday hmm. and there it was um yeah pretty exciting stuff i'm gonna let you guys listen to it and that's it cheers buddy cheers not bad it's not bad at all gets the job done Mm-hmm. So, where are we at here? You finished Metal Days. You had to cancel what show? Vienna. Vienna. We well, had to cancel Vienna. Um, which kind of sucks. I love Austria. Uh, Vienna is a sweet city. Uh, but Metal Days was great. Driving to Metal Days was an adventure. Uh, Dan Cleary, not only an amazing vocalist, but one of the best van drivers uh, this side of the Mississippi. Uh, but um yeah it was like all through the mountains i was crazy so all right we played metal days you know uh everything was great then we headed to poland and that is when i was like oh this is uh like craving that club show we show up in poland though it was a it was a pretty rough drive we'd stayed in a weird place in in the czech and um in a weird place you say it was it was a weird hotel uh it felt more like a like old folks home or like <laughs> it used to be a like a sane asylum or something like it it had really very like really strange vibes there all right, uh, all right. and breakfast was like not great <laughs> people uh, yeah we weren't sure if the if it was milk or cream or like some other like yogurt thing like <laughs> I, I don't know anyways i didn't touch any of it um moving forward uh we got we ended up getting there late um and then i'm like all right we'll go in we'll set up like we're, we're late for fucking sound check so we like gotta gotta go i go and i start setting up my kit and basically i said uh, at this point in the tour anyways I was setting up my whole kit and I would set up most of the the rack and the rig um, with the computer and the X18 and everything like that, make sure that all that was good. And I'm doing it. And I was like, hey, man, can can we get some lights on in here? And he's like, no. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? No. And he's like, we don't have power. <laughs> I'm like, Excuse me? He's like, yeah, dude, uh, our power has been out for a while, and we think that it might be like a rolling blackout because Russia is starting to cut off our gas. Uh, and so where is this? Like, this is Warsaw, Poland. Okay. So this is the furthest east <laughs> that we went. And I was like, oh, shit. I guess I forgot where I am. Yeah. Like, I, was, I thought I was just, like, on tour in Europe. It was like, no, we're, like... 
relatively close to the Ukraine border oh, at that point. So I was like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, hopefully we get it back on, but we don't have a time frame. So we're just going to, like, roll with it. And then even if we got to push the show back, whatever. I was like, okay, cool. I guess we'll just roll with I'll set up in the dark. <laughs> uh, so that's what we did. Everything was set up. It was good. We got power back on. Then we sound checked. Uh, it took a couple hours or so. Uh, and then that show was just like insane. It was Crazy. so great, man. Yeah. It was uh, <laughs> vibes where we had to kick out. If any of the bands that we played with that night, <sighs> we love you. Um, but like they completely took over our green room and started drinking all our beer. So we had to like go to the promoter and be like, like, listen, you need to fucking get these kids out of here. <laughs> Cause that we are like, uh, over two weeks in at this point and like we have our van and we have hotels and our green room is the only place for us to get a little bit of like home vibes going right Mm -hmm. where we all can just sit and it's good and then you have like 10 other guys and all their friends and it was like i gotta get that like we all left the green room it's like (sighs) stressful (laughs) but we dealt with that it was great and uh that show's fucking crushing. Um nice. yeah, and the next night was in um what is it? Pull it up. Come on, you got it right. I know there. we got some I, notes. I, here. Can't, I can't pronounce it though. No, I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. So okay, um, the last one we talked about was Poland. Warsaw was the first one, right? Um and then we got Roklaw. Roklaw, which is not pronounced as Roklaw, it's pronounced some other way that I just can't pronounce. So I apologize to all the Polish uh, listeners and fans out there. I'm not, I'm not even going to try. Yeah, Perfect. I'll, I'll definitely butcher then we're, it. Where were we off to after that? Selb. Yeah, Selb Germany. That was a fun show. Great bands. Played great bands. Uh, one of the opening bands, the vocalist sounded just like Michael Kiska from Halloween. Like, it was dope. Like, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. A great, actually, the best uh, vegan lasagna I have ever had in my entire life I had in Selb. Our catering there was insane. It was so good. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yes. Um, that's, we, that's, we what got, I, that's what I remember. We got Tilburg. <laughs> Tilburg was good. We stayed, <laughs> we stayed in a hostel like two seconds away from the venue. And every, like that was one of those times. The venue was sweet. A super tiny venue. It was um, uh, Little Devil. And uh, is that correct? Yep. Yep. Well, a little D. Yeah. I don't have the whole little I D. I can't see the whole it's, thing. It's a little devil. All right. It's not <laughs> the other D. You know what I'm saying? Um, he means Derek. Derek, little Derek. Yeah. <laughs> you, Derek. Um, but this was the first time that I stayed in a hostel, and it was literally like, have you ever watched the movie Euro Trip? Or I think that's what it's called. No, but I'm going to say yes just for the sake of okay. keeping this going. Okay, so it's like <laughs> those like typical European hostel where there's people everywhere. Like there's people partying on the streets till like all hours. And then like 9 a.m. There's, there's like a common area. And of course they put us on the ground floor. So the common area, there's people like playing piano and fucking pool and carrying on. Like it was chaos. It was a cool experience, but it was like, God damn, I just want to get some rest. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> uh, having a shower, you go in. This is this is the weird part. Then we'll move on to the next one. But went to go have a shower, and it's all like kind of communal showers. But it's as if like it was a 
like it was like four or five um like bathroom stalls lined up and then there's just uh like a a tap in the wall like a there was no shower head nothing and literally you turn it on and it's just like a fire hose <laughs> like just and then you just like have to attempt to not let it hit your balls <laughs> like it just beelines right for you get right? like, oh my god dude yeah you, it, it, it hits you once and then that's it then it's you're song done. name yeah descrotumed descrotumized <laughs> uh, the, like the strange thing about this though i was like oh well this this is the shower stall like i can't have my clothes in here uh so i just like stripped down naked in like the little the other bathroom area but there was a giant window. Like the whole thing was a window that was open to the rest of everything. So I'm just like buck naked. I leave my clothes <laughs> on the counter, hop in, almost get descrotomized. <laughs> and then I get out and there's just a huge window. And there's this dude like looking me dead in the eyes. I was like, hey. Oh, and I mean, then I put my change of clothes on. And um, then at we. At then least we he was looking in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't just like staring at your balls. Yeah. You're going to need to get those repaired. <laughs> <laughs> They're all swollen. No, they were good. They <laughs> were like good. they got stung I by a bunch good. of bees. No. No. My, uh, my <laughs> testicles are in great shape. Don't worry about me. Well, that's good to know. I know everybody was curious. Yes, of course they were. All right. So. Where are we off to? We're next? working our way to Vakken. Where are we? That last one was Tilburg. Tilburg. Yeah. yeah. Bree. <laughs> I don't remember Brie. All right, Gothenburg. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay, no. Brie was uh, in Belgium. Super nice people, super friendly. Um, it was a very strange gig. It was very last minute. Like, it got announced after we were already on tour. Um, so we show up, and it's like a barn. And then they just have, like dogs behind it like in like a fenced in yard just will not stop barking at us (laughs) like insane big dogs too and then um stage was cool everything like that but uh yeah like the crowd just wasn't the energy was wasn't there and it was weird because it ended up being our last show before Vulcan because we canceled our show in Gothenburg Little known fact, if you weren't paying attention. Um, <laughs> but uh, the guys didn't, I guess, like realize how expensive it really would be to get to Gothenburg and back and only do one show in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, all the driving there and back. And, like, we would have had, like, an eight-hour drive day the day before Vakken. And we were like, you know what? Let's just go to Vakken. We can spend the Wednesday, Thursday there, hang out, catch a bunch of bands, get in the, the vibe, like soak it in, yeah. you know? Uh, a couple of the guys had been before, uh, but not as artists. It's a, it's a different thing as an artist going than just like a regular patron. But uh, You can you call know. them normies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I could go to Valk and, and not have an artist wristband. I just like wouldn't... Uh, not... <laughs> I mean, I've only been there the one time, and we were in the artist. Like, right. we got the artist uh, experience, and it was nice. Yeah. We had showers. And it is nice. Like, okay. Food. So, canceled uh, Gothenburg. No Sweden. Super disappointed. I had good friends coming out to Sweden show, but I was like, you know what? I'm stoked because I love Vakken. Mm-hmm. We're going to go. It's going to be 
It's going to be great. We found... This is where the story gets a little interesting. Can move this closer to my Just a little. Head. Just a little interesting. Which made some sound effects. Um, I'll add them in post. Don't worry. It's more like won't. spooky. Like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Perfect. Done. Um, so, Tim, Tim Brown found a wonderful, quaint hotel for us to stay in about 40 to 45, uh, about 40 minutes just south of the festival. Amazing. We're driving up and we start going down the, the driveway and I was like navigating. I was like, this is, this is where it is, man. And we go in and we're at a golf course. <laughs> we are staying at a golf course and we're like, what is happening? And everybody's looking at us and they have like rooms at the course you can stay at. They host weddings like this and that. And like we were like, this is this is insane. Like a fancy golf course? I, I don't want to say it's fancy, but they host weddings, right? It's in the middle of kind of nowhere. It's like an hour outside Hamburg or whatever. And um, it was nice, though. It was nice. It was a nice place. Uh, and so we're in our rooms. It's great. We decided we were driving back and forth to Vakken because we went for the Wednesday. Uh, and we were supposed to be in this hotel Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday we had accommodations because that was the day we were playing. At oh, <laughs> <laughs> a separate hotel. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, so, nobody will probably notice that. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so it, it was it was gonna work out great. It was a, vibes, vibes were like back at ten. Uh, you know, like it, the vibes were, were like up and down. But you know, we always managed to get them back, back to eleven, and it was awesome. We were like, oh, this is so sick. We go to Vakken the first day. Everything is super fucking great. I forgot how amazing that festival really was, uh, and how massive it is. It's absolutely huge. Mm -hmm. um, weather was phenomenal. So up until this point, uh, I had been vegetarian since earlier this year. I think it's starting like last December. Um, and the entire tour, I managed to eat relatively vegetarian i think i had a little bit of fish uh a couple times just to get some uh, like actual like decent protein in but that's it i got to Vakken. <laughs> we're hanging out everything's cool i'm like i'm i'm starving it's midday i'm looking around the only option they have is uh this asian place and they literally just have like rice and veggies in these big platter things where they just take a scoop of it, put it in a thing. Here you go. So I'm like, this is going to be delicious. And it was, it was decent when I'm eating it. I got about three quarters of the way through this thing and I almost completely vomited. Oh no. But I kept it down. And then uh, like an hour later, I realized that it was going to come out the other end. Oh, this is where we get into vomit. the diarrhea story my girlfriend michelle if you're watching hi was curious about this <laughs> yes. the diarrhea um so it wasn't pleasant 
And I heard later, I found <laughs> out later, that um, two other members also ate at that same Asian place because they thought it would be delicious. And they both also had diarrhea. Oh, no. Yes. So, the next day, I think that's all. No, later that night I had something, but I was like, I'm done. I can't, like, I, I physically can't eat something that's just going to give me diarrhea, that's going to make me <laughs> sick every yeah. day. And there's, like, nothing else to eat there. There's yeah, they like, really like their meat in Germany, huh? That's it. Every stand, everything. Now, the day that we played, the artist catering was immaculate. It was fantastic. It was so good. Uh, the artist catering area, we got two meals that day. It was so good. But when the days you're not playing, you you got to eat something, right? Yeah. So we're at the festival, and the only thing, um, yeah, like that that was the only thing they had. So I was like, I, I got to eat meat. I have to. Mm-hmm. Like I, there wasn't even an option of just eating bread or like I need sustenance. You yeah, know? totally. I need some protein. I didn't have my protein powder with me. I usually have my vegan protein powder. <laughs> um, so yeah, and so I started eating meat again at that point oh, because no. due to the extreme diarrhea. <laughs> so thank Did- you, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by uh, diarrhea. Yeah. Yes. Do they still have those big? I remember we were there. Uh, they had those like big sticks that had chunks of meat wrapped in bread. Didn't- I don't know if it was wrapped in bread. Oh, they were uh, so good. The first thing that I had though to break my vegetarianism. Uh, was a giant <laughs> piece of pork on a stick. <laughs> it was just a stick with a massive mise- uh, piece of pork on it uh, that was grilled. It was, going to be honest, pretty fucking delicious. Yeah. Really I remember good. that stuff there was so good. Yeah. All the sausages and... I think Dylan was um, saying that he had a hard time... He was vegetarian when he was there. And, and there was like a falafel place or something? And that was like I it. didn't see any falafel. Yeah. I didn't see a falafel place. I didn't even see kebab. I didn't even see any kebabs there. All right. That's rough. All right, so. So. We got our diarrhea. We got our diarrhea. We out. know what's I'm going back on. eating meat. You know, like, we're, and everything's okay. I, you know, it's all good. Feeling healthy. We're ready to play. So what, what's, what stage did you guys play? I think we played the wet stage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there's because um, the year you played as well. There's a headbanger and the wet stage. We played no louder and harder or something like that. It's different now then, yeah. um, because they have the faster and harder are the two main stages. Then the louder stage was the side stage. Okay. But still like the big stage. And then what used to be the tent stages are the headbanger and the wet stage. So actually I think we played the headbanger stage. Okay. Uh, but they didn't have any tents. So it wasn't in a tent this year. Everything was open air. Interesting. It was amazing. It was pretty pretty sick. Um, but same size and, and everything like that. Same stages. They just didn't put it in a tent because uh, weather was just absolutely perfect. Um so we get there, we get setting up, everything is going smooth-ish. The guy that, uh, the drum tech that was helping me was like, ah, oh, we got tons of time, don't worry, like this, that, and I'm like rushing. And luckily, I rushed. And I think 
they I, I don't know if it was that fest it must have been that festival yeah that literally i i was on the drum riser still getting things set up and into place and they pushed me out while i was still like setting up <laughs> oh man um we still had like 45 minutes to sound check after that uh, after we got set up but yeah it was good um there was technical difficulties i'm not throwing anyone under the bus here it was not from our camp um but it really really made me appreciate great sound techs and front of house engineers and if a band has a budget to bring anyone on tour bring a front of house tech okay that's all i'm saying they will make everything better everything better (laughs) yeah so walking was great um as far as i heard we crushed it everyone said that it was uh amazing um we had a great time it's okay bob bub's bub's making noise uh we had a wonderful time and uh yeah then we went to amsterdam and i almost died oh this would be a great spot for a commercial break if we had sponsors yeah so that's part one uh-huh. uh <laughs> oh man we're, we're an hour in we still got the whole part two Oh, dude, a lot of shit happened in space. So maybe, maybe we should do this in two segments. I think we should. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we'll, we'll um, stay tuned for part two. I'll cut, <laughs> them, I'll cut them all together. It'll be great. Mm. But I, um, all right. So Crush Vakken, vibes are immaculate. Everybody's uh, on 11. Met so many amazing people at Valken. It was like so killer. Don't even want to get into that. But um, specifically the Bleed from Within guys, from uh, they're from Glasgow, were super, super nice to us. Cool. They crushed the main stage um, at like noon on the Saturday, the day we played. And then um, a bunch of the guys came out and checked our, our set out as well. And we like drank with them like all day until they had to leave like it was great uh met so many amazing people it was so incredible uh it was tim brown's birthday and he got so wasted (laughs) and ended up passing out on the log it was great i became beer jesus that night um all the guys will know don't worry um (laughs) it was it was fun and then we made our way to amsterdam um now, sidetrack of that story is that when we were going back and forth to Valken at the golf course that we were staying at, mm-hmm. we took a bunch of the gear out of the van to make it a little more comfortable, and we put it into our rooms. It was like, ah, it's going to be like three, four days, whatever. It's all good. We'll load it up on Saturday, and everything will be good. We went to Hamburg on the Friday. We um, came back from Hamburg, and... There were other people staying in our rooms, and all of our stuff was gone. Oh, no. And that's that's where we put a commercial break. <laughs> yeah, right? So we ended up uh, apparently only booked it for three nights instead of four. <laughs> Not saying who's to blame for that, but it wasn't me. I'll tell you that much. Oh, All right, dear. I'm just the drummer. <laughs> um, so we ended up getting all our stuff. They were super nice about it, but uh, 
it was super strange because we didn't get a call we didn't get anything and our stuff was just gone so there was like a second there where they were like we are like oh we could be fucked and we're playing Vodka tomorrow like oh no like you know uh we had to find another hotel that was like only about like 20 minutes away or something like that but still it was super inconvenient and annoying Worst part about it is there was a wedding that night and we were talking to all the wedding guests before we went in and they're like, oh, it'll be so sick. You got to come party with us. Like, do you guys want to play some songs? Like it was going to be like a legendary night. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, we, we got to go. Oh, <laughs> like, we're not even <laughs> staying here anymore. Um, so then we go to Amsterdam. So this is now we're back to post Valken. Um, we walk around. Everything's great. We're sitting at a hotel near the airport because the guys are flying out. And I had already decided weeks and weeks ago that I was going to stay in Germany in between. Uh, but the guys were flying out, so we got a hotel near the airport. We go down to Red Light District where you go when you're in Amsterdam. Uh, we saw some touristy stuff, and then we went there to this bar, Excalibur. It's like the metal bar in, in, uh, in the Red Light District of Amsterdam. So we're drinking and, you know, like it's, it, it's going great. Like everything's super sick. Fucking Pete's going to get a tuggy later. It's going to be sick. <laughs> it's going to be like the legendary night. Right. Uh, a couple of the guys like to partake in the, uh, marijuana, mm-hmm. which is legal there. It's great. They have coffee shops everywhere. So they dump dip into a coffee shop. Um, and then like one at a time we all kind of like, all right, we go in and we're just hanging out, chilling and joints are being passed around. I don't really do that anymore. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> um, but I decided I was like five, six beers deep. Um, I was going to give it a go. So <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this is where the story gets good, right? Um, couple rounds, whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm good, man. Like I'm feeling pretty good. It's, uh, it's all right. We start walking back to the bar and, uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm really, really baked and it's still like sunny out. So it's like <laughs> just about to go down, but like, it's still light out and everything. We, I get like halfway through a beer at Excalibur and I'm like, guys, I'm done. <laughs> like it's curtains. Like the light is fading. Uh, like my soul is leaving my body right now. I am so like so fucked up. Uh, and so Simon and Pete like see it. I'm I'm telling them like I I'm I'm dying. And it's curtains. And they get me a glass of orange juice. They get me uh, a couple glasses of water. I down that, and I swear, two minutes later, I'm fucking perfect again. Crazy. I'm good to go. I'm back drinking. We go uh, check out all the 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 ladies in the windows. Pete finds his. Um, <laughs> it was great. Uh, great experience. Nice. Yeah. Um, so everything turned out. But I swear, like, the fucking music started. It was like I was wearing hu- huge earmuffs were being put over my ears. The light started dimming. <laughs> I started losing, like, my body function. And then... Oh my! I, I second wave. seriously thought that I was dying, <laughs> dying. I was like, "This is where it ends, boys." I have, a feeling, I have a feeling you're not the first person to feel that in Amsterdam, right? That's why they keep orange juice. So, anybody listening, 
if you like to partake and get a little high or a lot high, orange juice will pull you back out if you're greening out. I fact, heard it here. Fact. I, I've proven, like, <laughs> fact that that happened. So, yeah, man. So that was crazy. And then... Uh, I'm glad you survived it. I did. I did. I swear I thought I was going to uh, fall in the river that night, too. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so time. that's the night that they're all, like, tours done, essentially. They're all getting ready to go. You're going to hang it. out. We just kind of, the next day was kind of getting everything packed up, ready. We didn't really do much. I think we went out for dinner or something and then just kind of hung around the hotel though. And then they flew out the next morning after that. And I had to take the train to Stuttgart where I was staying uh, with a friend of mine for the week. So I have great friends in Germany. If any of you are listening, watching anything, I love and miss you guys so much. It was so great to see them again. Um, and I spent a week there partying up with uh, with everybody, and yeah, it was phenomenal. Not bad. Just waiting for the next uh, the next wave, the next tour to start, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I had like six days off. Uh, between leaving the striker guys and meeting up with Lotharo in in Barcelona, so literally I just I kind of vegged out. Um, finally, didn't wasn't around. Just a bunch of greasy dudes talking about <laughs> fucking pissing and shitting all the time. So it was great. <laughs> I don't see the problem. <laughs> no, like no problem. But like, dude, after a month, it was like really nice. Like you know, and just hang out with a bunch of German guys drinking awesome beer and mm-hmm. eating schnitzel. And I ate so much that I thought like something was wrong with me cause I ate and drank so much that I thought I had appendicitis. Oh no. And I was like, I, I like, again, like I was like, am I going to, is my appendix <laughs> going to burst and I'm going to die in Europe here? Turns out um, it was just a feces. Yeah. Uh, I think I was just all clogged up from all the, um, <laughs> All the like bread and and schnitzel. I don't know, but it was good, man. Yeah, it was great times, man. I miss those guys. I can't wait to go back to Germany again. Yeah, it sounds like it was pretty cool. And like ending with Vok, what a good like final show. It was. It was a nice like icing on the cake type of deal, right? Mm -hmm. Like totally. yeah, Yeah, it was excellent, man. Excellent. Not bad. So what do you think? I think we should do part two for the Lotharo one because we're at. uh Hour 15 here. Hour 15. Well, should we uh, try to ramble through or... Um, I think we should I think we should do a second part. We okay. can really we milk it. We should get together you know? and do, do it again uh, mm-hmm. this week. We'll do another, uh, another live stream of it. Totally. Yeah? Yeah, we can get that out of the way. We could do that. Okay. So that's where we'll end it. I almost completely threw my computer like at the wall. Yeah, he ripped like, his shirt off like Hulk Hogan. I had to put on a new shirt. <laughs> <laughs>